This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 45. In today's episode, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. Today's episode is about sex in marriage and why is it such a big deal? Sex can be the catalyst that makes your marriage great. And it can also be the culprit that breaks it. This is a platform where we have real conversations, right? So in today's show, I make it a little close and personal. And I wanted to let you know ahead of time, especially for my sisters and brothers who are maintaining a heart of purity before marriage. Okay, let's get right down to the nitty gritty. (laughs) Sex is God's idea. God created sex for the marriage relationship, to procreate, to multiply the earth, to protect your spouse from lust and sin, and for your pleasure. I have counseled and coached many couples fighting to stay married, and one of the most common root issues to their distance is sex. So why is sex the culprit? Number one, either the busyness of life has disrupted their routine and they are not connecting physically often enough for one or both people in the relationship. Two, the wife is secretly offended by her husband and is withholding sex, either because she's hurt and the last thing she wants to do is have sex or she's subconsciously punishing her husband. Number three, there is no or not enough emotional connection for the wife. So she doesn't quote unquote feel like having sex. Number four, the husband is tired of the prep work that goes into setting up the scenario for sex with his wife. So they would rather take care of their own needs themselves through masturbation or um, cheating. Or number five, the couple's sex and intimacy meter has just completely fallen off the rails totally. Yeah, if we don't have the courage to really talk about the real issues, how can we ever experience the beauty and oneness that God has designed for us as husband and wife? 
So today we're going to have a real conversation like every week, but the topic may be a little uncomfortable to to talk about, to even to even bring up in your relationship. And that's why I want to share some ideas, some tips and strategies that I believe will be the conversation or the catalyst to starting the conversation in your own marriage. Know your spouse's threshold. Ladies, did you know that your husband has a sex threshold that needs to be released and God has positioned you to cover him and be the outlet for him? This is an assignment. You are not to withhold sex from your spouse. Once you get married, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. 1 Corinthians 7, 4. And in the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife, which brings me to make the point that although God has given you the assignment to protect each other and serve each other in this way, serving may look very differently for each person. So for example, physiologically, men have a threshold where they need to release, right? Well, women have a threshold as well where where they need to connect emotionally, where they need to feel heard and where they need to talk through what they're going through. So while my husband my husband has a sex threshold, my threshold isn't necessarily for having sex, but I but for needing Adrian to connect with me emotionally. And this can be a problem for many couples if they are not aware of what their spouse's threshold looks like. So here's a tip. When does your spouse turn from Mr. Hyde to Dr. Jekyll? (laughs) For those of you who do not know what that means, this is where your spouse turns from this person that you love, that you like, who's nice and amazing to a monster (laughs) where they are, they are just, I just learned very early on in marriage quickly that after about three days, my husband became someone that I did not know, nor did I like very much. He was snappy. He was irritated. He was nasty. And I was like, hmm, let me test this out. And literally, I would cover him, I would protect him. And I literally we would be we would have a moment of intimacy. And literally, it would serve as a reset. He was all of a sudden nice, loving and back to normal. Hilarious, right? So to all of my wives out there, I know you're chuckling to yourself because I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. But no, it is very real. It is very real, ladies. So I just need to get an amen, a high five, send me a a DM, something to let me know that you hear me, (laughs) okay? And so for my fellas, when you don't connect emotionally with your wife, For longer than her threshold allows, what happens? You get short answers, maybe some huffing and puffing, the shutdown move where there's no response at all, and there's absolutely no action in the bedroom, 
or you may even catch the tail end of an eye roll or even a neck roll. <laughs> so, well, these are all classic signs that your lady is over you, not caring or not asking her about the things that are, are important to her. So what do you need to do? You need to make sure that you study your spouse. You need to make sure that you research his or her threshold. And there's almost always a pattern. So start today. Ladies, reset your husband's threshold. Get intimate and pay close attention to the signs. Notice after the reset, how many days does it take for them to shift, for you to start, for them to their behavior to start changing a little bit for them to be a little snappy, a little shorter, you know, a little more tense. It is very obvious to us as women to be able to recognize, hmm, okay, this is a threshold. Let me try. Let me reset. And boom, back to normal. It's pretty amazing, actually. And so and then um, change, notice the change in attitude, the behavior, the niceness. Awesome. Okay. So and to my husbands out there, studying your lady may be a little different, a little less cut and dry because emotions are involved. So I'm going to give you a hint. If your wife starts talking about something and she doesn't really stop, <laughs> she doesn't stop talking and you can hear excitement in her voice, her pitch may get a little higher, she starts talking a little faster, pay close attention. This means that she's, it's important to her. She's excited about it. She may be scared or nervous and needs to, needs to get it out. So be present, ask clarifying questions and do not lose focus. Do not pick up your cell phone. Do not answer the phone. Do not get distracted. Stay focused because when you engage with us, as women, it serves as a great emotional connection. And guess what, guys? It makes us want to connect with you physically. Really. I know y'all know what I'm talking about because you knew how to engage with us really well when you were courting us. <laughs> and I know now it's that we're married. It's a lot more work because my husband has told me he's let the cat out of the bag that pursuing us throughout the day to set the doing the pre-work, the prep work for a great evening of intimacy, right? It just takes too much work. Well, it didn't take too much work before we got married. Why does it take too much work now after we're married? So you guys have got to really uh, just pay attention to what it is, the signs that we're giving you. What are we doing that we're, we're talking a lot, we're um, speaking really fast, we're giving you a lot of information, just pay attention, ask clarifying questions, be present. And it really is, this is the pre-work. This is what the pre-work looks like to get to the end goal of having a great time of intimacy with your wife. You guys can thank me later. <laughs> so, um, if the end goal is creating a happy space or a happy place for your marriage, this technique or this strategy of studying each other's 
threshold for emotional intimacy and physical intimacy, it is critical. And the roles may be reversed. It may be the husband who needs more emotional connection and the wife need more physical connection. And either way, it works. The bottom line and the point is to spend time being very deliberate and studying your spouse and what it is that they need to and when where their threshold is so that you know when to reset and how to reset, okay? Then two, sex is the only thing that you and your spouse share. It is very specific and very special just to you too. So if your spouse wants to be intimate with you and you don't, where do you suggest he or she go? What do you think he or she should do, right? This is why we have men and women taking pleasure into their own hands because many married people don't realize their God-given assignment in marriage when it comes to sex. Sex provides covering and protection. The covering is so that your spouse gets the love and the attention and the support that his body or her body needs. Protection is for the person is is literally for the person and the marriage. So when someone who is engaging intimately with their spouse regularly, when when they're doing this and they're very conscious conscious and and conscientious about being very deliberate in spending intimate time together, when temptation comes, because the enemy's job is to steal, kill and destroy, especially in marriage, right? And through sex, this is the the number one way or the number one avenue channel to destroy your marriage is through sex and the lack thereof or just the miscommunication of it. And so when you are spending and engaging intimately with your spouse on a regular basis, when temptation comes, the covering and protection that you have provided each other protects you and protects the marriage from the outside distraction from creeping in. So temptation to step outside of your marriage is reduced because your sexual sexual and emotional needs are being met. It makes sense, right? So in in and it's the same goes for emotional the emotional deficiency in marriage. So when someone is present emotionally in marriage, that's that sweet talker, the listening ear at the job that is trying to creep in to your marriage It's no longer inviting because your emotional needs are being met at home. This is huge, huge, huge. And please hear me when I say that the physical connection, there's purpose in it. The emotional connection, there's purpose in it. And when you discover what it is, when you discover who needs it, when you discover your, that your spouse is deficient in it, you can literally take action to fill it because that is your assignment as their spouse, as their wife, as their husband. It's important for you to know that it's not, sex is not just about you feeling, you know, like wanting to do it when you feel it, feel like doing it because emotions are connected to so many different things. You really cannot base your intimacy just on that. And we'll get into that in a little bit. So I wanted to get to number three, never use sex as a reward. Never use sex as a reward. This is a big no, no, big, big, big. 
And because most women are emotional, it's almost a default for many of my sisters to pull their love away and not be intimate with their man because they are mad, they're hurt, they're upset, or they're just done. And emotions are attached typically to activity and action. So when your spouse has made you mad, the last thing you want to do is be intimate. Don't get me wrong. It's very challenging to be romantic with your spouse who is on your bad side at the moment. But remember, God says in his word that the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. And in the same way, the body does not have authority over the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. So pressing in to each other many times can be the very best strategy that brings you and your spouse to your happy place. So what has to happen is a commitment needs to be made to each other to press in instead of turn away. When, an, when, an, when that agreement is made and you both are going through a tough time or you've had a, an intense time of fellowship or you've had a fight or you've had a disagreement and you guys have just not seen eye to eye and gone back and forth and you just haven't allowed each other to be, you know, have your own opinion and just have a difference in opinion and you're really irritated or annoyed and you just don't feel like being bothered. Now, because you've made an agreement that we are going to press in versus turn away during our disagreements, right? Or during those tough times, now you have accountability in place. You have an accountability, you have agreement in place. And so now you have a place to go. There's so much power in agreement in your marriage. You, when you two are literally operating in agreement, when you are, are walking in oneness, power, it literally manifests the things happen in your marriage very differently. When there's disagreement, when there's discord, when there's um, distance, right? This is when the enemy can creep in. So when you have this agreement in place, either the wife or the husband can initiate the press in since you both agreed to it, right? So when emotions are high and it's, it's only one person, so let's just say the wife's emotions are high, the husband now can say, listen, we agreed to press in during this moment. So at that, and during that time, it's important for you to put the emotions on the shelf and you both come together anyway. In 18 to 18 years that I've been married and with Adrian, I cannot think of one time that this strategy, this technique has not worked. It really works. And but again, you have to make the agreement, you have to make the commitment, you have to talk about it when you both are in your happy place, right? When you're both in a happy place in your marriage, this is when you discuss this. So when the tough time comes, and you don't feel like talking to each other, you don't feel like touching each other, you don't feel like being with each other. And intimacy is the last place you want to be, you can be very conscious, you can be very deliberate, very aware of making the decision not to 
give room to the enemy to creep in, but that you're going to take authority in your marriage to come together and join as one physically and emotionally. And it's amazing what God does in that moment. Number four, never fight in the bedroom. The bedroom is a place for intimacy and oneness, not for arguments, not for bad disagreements and yelling and screaming and fighting and all those all of those different things. So you either need to make the decision to take the conversation into another room or another really fun tip or technique is to start undressing. If if you know you're in, in a, an argument or a fight, just start undressing in that moment because you cannot see, you cannot keep fighting in that moment if both of you are standing there with no clothes on right? Either you will start laughing together or you're going to reset your thresholds. So try this technique. It really works. So these are just a few of the techniques that I've learned over the years that have helped keep Adrian Adrian and I on track. And lastly, do not let weeks and weeks and weeks and months and sometimes even years go by without resetting. Sex and intimacy is the oil that keeps your marriage running smoothly. And without the oil, the marriage starts, it starts running hard and it overheats and eventually breaks down. (laughs) And so I want you to think about a well-oiled machine. Sex is the oil. Intimacy is the oil. Emotional connection is the oil. All of those keep the marriage running. It keeps it lubricated. It keeps the conversations open. It keeps the oneness and agreement and the intimacy going. And so that is really all that I had to share with you today. And I hope it wasn't too uncomfortable for you. I try to make the conversation as safe and easy, yet very real and open because sex and intimacy is a big deal in your marriage. And so it's important for you to make it a priority for you and your spouse. Be physically and emotionally connected regularly, whatever regularly is to you and your spouse. One of the things that is so critical in marriage is to really understand that sex was, there's purpose in it. And when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. When purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. So you have to know that there is purpose in your marriage for sex and intimacy and connection and oneness and emotional connection. And just discover your spouse. Spend time just re-engaging, getting to know them again. Spend time just asking questions that you might have, might have been married for two years, you might have been married 22 years. And you may think that because you've been married so long that, oh, I know him, I know what they want, but guess what? Your marriage is constantly evolving and changing. Your spouse is not the same man or woman that you married two years ago or five years ago or 20 years ago or 30 or 50 years ago. They're not the same person. So some of the things that you may have thought Uh, that they liked, they may have changed. And so spend time, just turn off the TV, spend some time in silence and get to know one another, get to know each other again and spend time being intimate and 
looking into each other's eyes and speaking from the the depths of your heart about whatever your truth is and share it with each other. Create a safe place for one another to do that. So that's it. Thank you so much for tuning in to, to today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.